0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 60 of SAMA. SAMA is a program where we invite an expert to talk about their area of expertise. This week, we are very lucky to have back with us once again Masaki Miyagawa. Uh, Masaki is an expert on energy tools. He is an author, speaker, and consultant based in LA. We managed to catch up with Masaki, what is it, about a month ago? Over a month ago. And we had a tra- mm-hmm. terrific time. It's part of our uh, USA Spooky 2 tour. Um, now, Masaiki's had over 10 years' experience in this energy field, and his family's been involved in Buddhist studies for over 400 years, for, which is quite a long time, Masaiki, 400 years. In, in, yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Masaiki. So 400 years, that's a long time. Can you take us back? How did it all start in your family line 400 years ago?
1: well uh my mom's side was uh samurai there were a kind of a low-level clan that was uh foot soldiers for um it was you know in japanese history it was sort of like italy where there was a lot of different states right Mm. and then then they started having a civil war until he he just got to two sides, right? Right. And then there was the Battle of Sekigahara. It's a very famous uh, battle. (laughs) And uh, my family was on the losing side. (laughs) So the Tokugawa side won, became the shogunate for the last 200 years before Japan opened to the world, right? And uh, so my mom's side, they became priests, so kind of changed profession. But, you know, actually 400 years is not that long because uh, people in the imperial household uh not the emperor but the people that work in the imperial household like they have uh musicians yes uh, they, they they can trace their line maybe back to 200 bc
0: or something like that oh my goodness
1: so um you know i'm i'm interested in all kind of topics so when you start realizing this kind of thing then you know that the people that run the world They have a much different worldview than the man on the street, you know, so my family's not that old, but coming from my background, uh, I had sort of an understanding or a different view than most people do, I think.
0: Well, I think it's to your advantage. I think it's to your advantage. Now, this week, we're going to talk about basic meditation and visualization techniques. Now, if you can just walk us through slowly the basics of meditation, what is it and why do people do it?
1: Okay, so uh, there's many different kinds of meditation, but the meditations that I do, um, they're focused on energy. So cleaning your energy, um, creating a clean circulation similar to Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually learned from Hermetic. So I learned from Western style, but because you're dealing with a framework, no matter what school you come, come from, there's generally um, themes or they work around the same structure. Like you have you know, your chakra points and things like that. So um, I would say that some of the main things or benefits about meditation or let's say taking time for yourself is one. It balances your mind, gives you peace of mind, and balances your energy. So, in today's world, uh, we're very busy. Most people they don't have time, or they don't make time for themselves, right? Mm. Um, they're busy with work. Uh, With their relationships, some people have children, the family to take care of. And after that, at the end of the day, they're ready to go to sleep, right? But actually, it really benefits a person to just take a half hour or an hour, uh, ideally a day, but let's say every few days or once a week, to do some meditations, visualizations, And to take care of their energetic hygiene which most people are not aware of we know to bathe or take a shower but how many people are conscious of their energetic state right not many so this yeah so this is something that um, once you learn it it's free because it it all happens in here right Um, and I think it's uh, very valuable so that, that's what I would say about meditation is it creates um, more balance. Uh, you could say coherence. And when we're talking about, you know, energy, you can relate it to some of the spooky devices like the scalar remote, the new, sca- new spooky scalar uh, products you guys are working on. Because the, the thought form or the thought wave is interconnected with this um, kind of bandwidth so you can imagine if your your mind state and your overall energy that you project is chaotic what is that going to manifest in your life right and for your health but if you just take a little bit of time every week to balance yourself and make yourself more ordered clean your energy it has a great positive effect on your entire being, that's what I would say.
0: And so, if you have this chaotic energy, if you like, inside you, that can manifest as physical diseases. Is that how? You- sure. We
1: we, we yeah. talked a little bit about it last time. Mm. Um, that if you, you know, this this concept is in Chinese medicine. So, uh, if you have a blockage at a particular point, if you allow that to continue for days, weeks, months, and years, that energetic blockage can actually develop into a physical disease. So uh, I think the smartest way to handle it is to catch it early on and balance out the energies to create a a clean circulation of energy in your body before you get to the point where you of, of, uh, say, hospitalization, where you have to have a tumor taken out, Or something serious like that right Mm -hmm. so um i think you know most traditional or holistic practice they well you could say it's holistic they take into account the physical manifestation but it's also coming from your habits and say your energetic state right because they are interconnected but the modern western medicine Although now that you know you can get your insurance to pay for acupuncture, in general, um, they're just looking at the surface layer or the symptoms, not the deeper roots of where how you got into the hospital, right? So
0: Right. With a man <coughs> that do a lot of meditation, is there a lower incidence of disease? Like a okay. can can you repeat that? Oh uh, with people that regularly meditate. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it proven that they have a reduced incidence of disease?
1: I'm not aware of specific studies, but I would say that uh, when you rag- regularly check or you become acquainted with your own baseline or your own energetic state, you, you, you kind of know where your problem areas are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying don't go to the Western hospital because they're good at many things. But I think when you use a combination of intuition and you feel, you know, there's something going on with my gut or, you know, you you have a, you have a feeling of a problem area. You can go to a specialist and, and uh, check it out before it becomes something serious. So.
0: Okay. Um, And what do you do in your daily routine? We've got a few things that, um, I'd like to talk about, like the uh, your talk we were discussing before, and colours came up, and colours sure. have meaning and a purpose. Sure. Well, what those are?
1: Well, you know, um, colours are connected to a bandwidth of visual light. Right. We know that there's a rainbow spectrum. So when you're working with, uh, say, crystals, stones, energy tools, or just looking at your own body uh, in your mind's eye, the color, it often gives an indication to what the properties of, the say, the energy tool may be. So I have, a, I have some right here. Uh, let's see. Here. Here's one. Can you see this? This is a uh, rose quartz. So this is quartz, just like, uh, you know, the common clear quartz. So this would be kind of neutral, you know. The properties of quartz are as an amplifier. It also has a high energy. But rose quartz, you know, what do you associate with pink? Uh, Easily love, right? Love, peace, acceptance. So that that would, it's kind of like a softer energy than this clear quartz
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you could use that you know this is not in the specific like the rainbow spectrum but that that's that's when it kind of gives you you know there's a certain associations Let, let's talk about say uh let's let's go along the the chakras of the body so root chakra will be red right so red uh, if you have a a stone like jasper kind of a uh, earthy reddish tone would be good um, for like the basic life energy because it's like the root, you know, first chakra. Second chakra uh, this is orange. So you might have something like a golden healer. Again, this is just quartz, but it has sort of a orangish tinge to it, right? So you can either pick stones of the color of the chakra you're going to work on, or if you're you're just looking through stones, say like, uh, this is amethyst, right? Again, this is quartz, but it's purple. So this would say if you wanted to, you know, clear a certain area or uh, boost the the point that you're working on, you know, say like third eye, purple, amethyst purple, right? So you could work on that point, or if you wanted to... um if if you want to work with the energy at that particular frequency, what's purple third eye it's seeing or psychic vision. So that would be especially good for that activity. So you could kind of associate um, each color with a point and it has a meaning in general, even if you've never worked with a stone, you know, say like all blue stones in general will tend to, uh deal with like communication the throat chakra blue you know so um it's it makes it kind of fun you know if you go to a gem fair you've never seen certain stones but you could have a general idea uh so some of the common stones you would work with because you have your rainbow spectrum right but what about a black stone this is black tourmaline right you can kind of see it as a termination at the point. Yes. This is a very good protection stone. In fact, I would say it's uh, the best. So what is black in esoteric? Black is, one is grounding, because the dark colors, it's like rooting you to the earth, right? And when you're um, grounded, like to the ground, it keeps you balanced, especially in today's world and society, where people are, you know, rushing back and forth. There's all kinds of political things in the air. It's very good to stay rooted and grounded. So great for grounding, but also protection. Because black in the esoteric is like a shielding or protection color. So black stones, say, uh, like obsidian. Obsidian is just black glass, but that would tend to like reflect energy off, Right. Mm. This, if you look up uh, black tourmaline, it actually has the scientific property of turning energy into heat, right? So it's literally like a heat sink. But what they don't tell you is it's not only uh, a heat sink for, say, electromagnetic energy, but psychic energy also. So if you're under like, mental stress or you're around like negative kind of minded people, very good stone to have. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting that you may never have worked with a stone, but if you're in, you know, if you have a inkling of what the colors are associated with, you can start looking into them and write black tourmaline known as a protection stone. And scientifically, if you look it up, say on Wikipedia, it says it's a, it's a natural heat sink, which is basically saying the same thing. Right, um, let's see another one. Let's see selenite. Have you ever seen this one, John?
0: I can't say I have. No, oh. well, it's,
1: it's, it's uh, actually uh, inexpensive, but this is like a kind of a light, white, uh, uh, a white light kind of stone. Mm. So, if you're doing energy work on your body and you want to. Really clean your energy. You can use it like a wand, and actually, this one was kind of interesting. I got it off of eBay because it has like a little handle for your finger, and you can find blades of um, selenite. And basically, you would just pass it over your body like this, just using the stone. Or if you know how to do energy work while you're you're doing your visualizations of cleaning your energy, it's like. Um, it's a tool. It's an extra boost, you know. So you don't have to use it. But naturally, this has a very high, like a white light kind of energy to clean, uh, like, your aura, right, the, yeah. your energetic field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have different shapes. So the selenite sphere, it's kind of hard to see in the light, but you can kind of see. It's almost got, like, that kind of cat's eye effects, right?
0: Yes. Hi, there's a question that's come through. Okay, uh from Bev Right, all the way down from New Zealand. It's a country I know uh. And she asks, Hi Masaki, have you tried embedding the crystals with uh crystals with frequencies? Rose quartz loves five two eight. That that's
1: that's something that you can do, and you can also do that with radionics, you know. So hmm. if because see, quartz is like the original solid state drive, right? So <laughs> Uh, and they're actually working on that now, right? Like a, like a 3D holographic material that will store information. Yeah. But um, in general, when I'm working with, with quartz, say, say if uh, I'm working on myself or I'm working on another person, I would use, say, a, a quartz point like this, okay, to, to beam energy out of the tip. I haven't really used um, quartz imprinted with a frequency, but you could do that if you wanted to. So, mm-hmm.
0: it would be interesting to do, wouldn't it? I guess it, would you to imprint it with frequency? Would you put it on top of a coil?
1: Uh yeah. I mean, you could use the spooky scalar, or you know, okay. the kind of labs you would put. Um, <laughs> see, like the output, you would put it. Uh, whatever you wanted to imprint, uh, imprint here, right? You know, any any kind of uh, radionics or a, a scalar, you know, <laughs> if the spooky remote was big enough, you could put something in there. But it's kind of small kind to of small. do that. It's it's better to have something with the with the imprinting surface.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now with um, we haven't actually announced spooky scalar yet, so <laughs> we won't mention that too much. Well, so, that will cut that up. Yeah, <laughs> cut that out. But we, we're live in front of. 13,000 Facebook friends, yes. and and so um, never mind. It's a, it's it's like about a week away. We have this, Oh, sorry. Just a reminder: if anyone wants to ask any questions, either through Facebook, you can uh, post a question under Facebook. The question will be relayed to me straight to Masaki, or you can ask it online if you've pre-registered. And has uh, passed the comment that um, post DMF coils. Seem to work well for frequency imprinting. So thanks for that, BF. Okay, so um, we've gone through the different types of stones. The shungite, would that be as, would uh, on a similar sort of basis to the black tourmaline regards to Um,
1: I would say it's a it's a little bit different. Um, shungite is interesting. I'm actually putting on a glove right now because I have a. I have a hundred millimeter sphere just sitting right next to me. No, sh- shungite. It's basically a kind of a carbon, so it marks easily. So okay. I'm, fin- I'm finicky, so I'm gonna put a glove on. Here, Let's see if you can see this. I'm out of focus. Here. You want to see this, is, this is the effect. There we go.
0: Of, this is the effect of shungite. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me see if uh, here we go. But you can see this is like a small cannonball right here, right?
0: Oh, it looks but, beautiful. Um,
1: Many people know uh, shungite. I actually use it in all my pyramids. But the shungite is kind of interesting because uh, it has a high energy, but it's grounding at the same time. So it's like up and down. Um, it's good for shielding, uh, say, electromagnetic signals. Yes. Um, but for pure shield, like one, basically like black tourmaline. Any incoming energy that's harmful to you, it basically will just convert it to heat. So if you want specifically shielding, um, you know, and not just electromagnetic, but I'll give you an example. I had frequency fatigue one time because I, I ran the, my power pyramid longer than I recommend for most people. <laughs> and I <laughs> say, say like a week, 24-7. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a fever and I put black tourmaline to my head and I think within a day it, it really cut down the feeling I had, which was like, it was almost like a fever. It's a wow. frequency fatigue. Mm-hmm. But again, this is like a heat sink, right? So mm-hmm. any excess energy, any kind of negative energy, the black tourmaline will just drain it off. I don't know if that's the case with Shanghai. Shanghai is an excellent, excellent, um, kind of like a, EMF protection stone for say like Wi Fi and things like that. But if I was looking at a, a shielding stone that shields like say psychic attacks, um, negative psychic energy thing, I don't even know what you would call a frequency fatigue where you have like a fever right here. But I said, oh, in my mind, I was thinking, well, you know, black tourmalines, it's like a heat sink, so let's energy heat sink, so let's try this out. And it worked.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Let yeah. just touch uh, briefly on the power pyramids while you're while you're out in your little, little break. I was showcasing your little powered pyramid here, and it's got this core on mm-hmm. the top, right underneath this crystal. Mm-hmm. Now, what are the frequencies that go through the cord? Is it only what gets put in through the connector here? It gets amplified, right?
1: And- right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I have you have a white. You have the exclusive John White white one. I have, I have, I have, this was like the standard, you know, gold one that I make, but yeah, it has a BNC connection. So mm-hmm. it's driven by whatever frequency, cause it's basically like an antenna, right? So it's driven by whatever frequency you're running through the coil. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, if, if you were to have it off and you weren't running a powered frequency through it, the, the pyramid would not only have energy from the the material of the crystal and the resin and the metallic particles but the coil itself even when it's not powered when it's not on it's being hit by all of the radio waves the microwaves the wi-fi and although it's not at a specific frequency it's throwing off energy because the the way the coil is there's a cancellation effect that creates scalar waves. So. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Now you are going to talk a little bit around making energy tools and the energy tools that you've made in the past, such as as the radionics booster disc as well. Have you got examples?
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, I get questions sometimes about, um, do you imprint... It's kind of similar to the earlier question. Have you imprinted crystals? Do you imprint the the things that I make with certain energies? And I would say actually no. Because my in my thinking, unless it's a specific request that somebody wants like an amethyst, right? I tend to use um, clear quartz and I'll use... So like your pyramid was white, gold. They're kind of like neutral colors mm. where uh, you could run a frequency through it or do, say, a Radionics working. Um, I've sent out a fair number of these to the Spooky users. This is the Radionics booster disk. You can see it has it has quartz crystal and a cross here. These are just aluminum particles. And this is a gold mica. And, you know, you, you don't have to use a disk, you could do Radionics working without it. But this has, uh, you know, it increases the scalar potential, right? So you could put it on the on the input. Quartz is an amplifier. You could put this on the output. It's just a tool to use, but the reason why I don't put Shungite in here, I don't put other stones, it's just the very basic um, materials to create the effect, is because I'm kind of creating a canvas I'm just boosting just the scalar component without any other flavors of, say, like rose quartz or whatever because I want the user to, if they're writing an intention or they're just imprinting, right, imprinting um, like a master homeopathic, like a pill or herb or something onto a sample, this is just a boost. It doesn't have anything else um, to, you know – that that that, so like this is uh, kyanite. I don't know if we talked about this before. Also, high energy stone, right? But it's blue, so I I kind of stay away from that. I just, when, unless it's a specific request, I'm just um, sticking to, kind of just like boosting, pr- providing like that high scalar energy potential for the user to take and do what they want with it. If that does that make sense? Kind <laughs> mm-hmm. <It> of. <does. laughs> yeah, because because you know. If I were to make this pyramid, right, But I, and I have done this before because, uh, you know, I'm from L.A. So we have some Lakers fans. So I, I did a gold and purple one. Basically, you run a frequency through it. it it's going to be very similar to this. But, you know, just the fact that it's purple is more connected to third eye, right? More connected to psychic work, you know? If if somebody wanted a pyramid, and their their intention is really focused on manifestation and career, you know, which could be like wealth and things like that, green and yellow or green and gold, because you know green is Venus energy, and you know these are all archetypal things. But you know it does have an effect when the tool you're working with specifically matches to. The activity that you're going to do, right? So my tools, because I would say they're general use. Usually, I'm work, working with colors like white, gold, clear, because it's it's more neutral, right? So.
0: Isn't that funny the um, the association with color with so much? can countries and and sports teams, they all pick the colors. I wonder what if there's something in the subconscious, like the purple of the Lakers and, and the yellow and green. I th- see, I immediately thought of Australia because that's what they are. They're always yellow and green. And then you talk no, about
1: Brazil. Brazil, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there was anything sort of playing, uh, you know, in, in the background, whether the, whether someone chooses from a clean slate, well, what colours are we going to choose for the team? Well, if, if there was a colour that happened to be the best colour, every team would have the same colour but they do choose specific colors for the teams, which are different. Yeah, very interesting. Wealth, well, Australia is a very wealthy country. They've got terrific, you know, they've got gold mines, opals and oil reserves and dust, but everything there, very rich in minerals. And so they are a rich country. They're, they're, they have more money than New Zealand. I think that's a given. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I wondering whether that it's Yeah, but there seems to link up between the choice of colors and
1: It's it's partly um, Subconscious, but people that Know the effects of colors. They definitely know what they're doing. So um, Say like I said before that black Is a protection color, Mm. but you know in say astrological system and these are just types, right? Black is connected to Saturn. You know, each planet has a color. So Earth is uh, blue, Mars is red, Venus is green, Saturn is black. So Saturn rules banking. It rules uh, traditional, like the church. It rules regulation, government, and it's also corporate, right? Because the actually in the ancient times, the bank used to be in the Saturn temple. So that's why. Usually, you're going to a corporate meeting. People are wearing suits that are black and white, right? It's black.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Uh, police, they tend to wear dark colors like uh, blue or black. It's supposed to be black. Mm. So that kind of corporate, you know, no, nothing more classic than black. Well, it's, you know, th- these are themes that have been going round and round for thousands of years. Isn't
0: that intriguing? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to touch a little bit on. Everyday life, most people are unaware of these energies that, that are around them, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, the material versus spiritual. Sure. And if there's any link between the two, what is it? Um, scalar quantum field? How can that explain phenomenon that we see in the world? Can we touch that on that? Because that's going to be quite a difficult thing thing to discuss really it's it's a mindset change for people that live in a material world if if it's something they can't see and they can't touch Mm -hmm. it doesn't exist
1: well this is a major theme and it's something that i think every person on the planet (laughs) is learning about say if they're a spooky two user or in general it's coming to a head now because the pace of technology is going so fast now so everything is accelerated you know so uh i would say that you know what spooky 2 works with is energetics right rifing uh you have the scalar remote so you're working with energetics now you can't see it especially the uh the remote healing the quantum remote Mm. it puzzles a lot of people those are actually those of us that are sensitive i can feel as soon as the remote goes on it's not just the click of the machine but i could feel like a wave or pressure start to come on it's the same thing with my pyramids uh my powered pyramids before i send them out i'm not just doing a muscle test but you know i have to make sure that the circuit is working so i run a frequency and within a few seconds i can feel the energy coming off the pyramid but i can't see it with my naked eye right but you could, you could say that uh, energy, another word for energetics or energy, is spirit, right? Yeah. So technology is great. We live in a 3D world, but it's only one half of the equation, especially there's a lot of reductionist thinking, mm.
0: uh,
1: which is, is not taking into account the so-called spiritual or the energetic. Uh, example is I think I had mentioned this before but there are a lot of food products now coming out uh, that are supposedly for convenience or to lower the cost right Uh, say it could be robot chefs which may sound ridiculous but it's starting to come in now right but there is a difference even if the end product of the food looks the same there's a difference if a human being, say, a family member, the, member or the, you, you know, a loving mother prepares a meal for their child, right? <laughs> so many, Now, this may seem ridiculous, but there are many people, especially uh, maybe tech-oriented, or they have a certain mindset because they were never introduced to the world of energy or spirit, they say this and this is the same, right? Or they may, I gave the example a few shows ago of there's a a food replacement shakes. It's a protein powder. And this gray powder supposedly has all the nutrients that this nice juicy red apple has. Well, obviously not. But what's the difference? It's the life component. Even, Even an organic apple and one that was like GMO, they may look the same, but there's definitely an energetic difference. Now, there was ways to show this by, say, like crystallization. You can show uh, maybe the imprint or the the life energy, like that scalar component through a crystallization of the material. You know,
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: but, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it, but you can call like an extreme 3D mindset is some kind of a Luciferian or satanic mindset because it 's basically a very limited view, and when you 're dealing with only one half of the equation you get start to get in trouble because uh, you know something as simple as, as geometry understanding that geometric shapes like say like this uh, pyramid frame if i 'm this <laughs> pyramid frame <laughs> just, just this. You know, and it doesn't even, the sides aren't even connected. Mm. It has an energy to it. And the worst shape you can live in is uh, a metal cube. And what do we live in today? We live in corporate square buildings, right? Mm. So it shows if, if someone for, with uh, understanding, which I believe that it wasn't so long ago and maybe even have been a couple hundred years ago, you know, there, there were periodic drops in consciousness. But if someone, well, I mean, you could you could look at you know maybe uh, in Roman times or the so-called classical style, people may have may think that we are more evolved than they are. But you look at the beauty of the carving, the marble carving of those times, and were they really that primitive? I think, at least on energetic levels, in the past, people had a far better understanding of energy. And if if you if someone say from an that, you know, an alien was visiting and they looked around, they would say, there's something wrong with these people because they're all living in square buildings. They don't even understand basic energy, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of opportunities because that also means that uh, this entire world needs to be rebuilt in a better way, right? So, um, say for architecture and those kinds of things, um, people can combine, you know, beautiful structure with an energetic understanding
0: right <laughs> but circ- wouldn't a circular building take away energy from their surroundings and this is what's happened up up with the eskimos they started doing round houses and they got snow well you know
1: uh i'm not an expert in architecture but when you start scaling up because say the pyramids that i'm making you're, yeah. you're it, they're too small for you to, to to sit inside, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with structures, because shapes do create a field effect, okay. uh, you have to be very conscious of what you're doing. Because, um, say like a frame like this. I've never had a problem with uh, these. Nick, This was Nick Edwards. He passed away, so it's kind of a collector's item now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he charged these with like a million volt Tesla coil which I think really bumped up the, the energetic potential of these rods. But there's a lot of other frames say that are just made out of copper. Um, they can actually absorb the energy of the people that are sitting in there. And if it's, you know, the Russians found this out because they built uh, large fiberglass pyramids in Russia in the nineties and it became kind of a uh, tourist attraction. But then also people that had health problems, they would go inside. Hmm. But the energy of these people would become like stuck or imprinted, right? Scalar energy is the information field and it can, it has a property of imprinting on things.
0: Hmm.
1: So their energy of these sick people got imprinted into the pyramid. Now it can be cleared, you know, but if you're not aware of that, then, you, you know, some, some of these structures could become accumulators of negative energy you know so you have to be conscious of uh you know clearing rituals or placing material high energy material like a quartz selenite or you know like the egyptians they use granite right which has uh, a lot of quartz in it Mm. in their pyramids so um you know it's just something that i think that the time now and going into the future it's it, people are starting to look at these things again or become conscious of them.
0: Right. You must have a large box just beside you with all your goodies. I had a question from Bev Wright again. Um, and she asks, um, have you used a Beishar free energy space-time antenna as part of your radionics or within the pyramid, the um, Uh one?
1: I, you know, usually I just use the, the booster disk, I use like quartz. Quartz, you know, quartz is great because it's it's relatively cheap, and it doesn't matter where you get it from. People like the so-called Lemurian quartz from Brazil, but quartz is quartz. So, okay. if you find a piece and you like it, that's great. And oh, another one is like a tensor ring. It's actually a prototype I have. This one's this one's like it's collapsible, mm. so people could take it oh. on travel. People could take on travel, but then it folds out and then you could put you could put a quartz or this is a golden healer quartz to boost it, right? Mm-hmm. But you could put this on top of your radionics board or you know, even if you have a written intention, no board, it'll still work because you know it's uh that that would be called psionics because it's not powered if you're just running an intention and using this tool. But if it has a current running through equipment that's radionics. Okay. I haven't worked with what what she was she was asking about but I showed you some of the tools that I do use.
0: Okay. And uh, Carmen Walker, she's another regular on Sema here. Um she asks, "Do you use wood?" Because Russians use wood um, In a lot of their equipment. Do you use wood with your equipment?
1: Uh I don't use wood but I do use incense like palo santo. Oh, okay. So because, you know, that, that's another thing, aromatherapy and like uh, incense mm. changes the vibration. Um, some people use sage, but I really like palo santo, so.
0: Um, Kamala says that uh, Russians make pyramids out of wood, which is good. Wood is a living, living item too, so it would have an energy in itself. I guess mm-hmm. so, a fun. <laughs> Well would
1: have Well, you, you know, um, this is anecdotal, but I noticed that some of the ancient Nordic and traditional Russian uh, construction, they had a kind of a jointless architect- architecture, and we, we have that in Japan also. And uh, it's quite amazing because it's pretty hot. It's hot in here in LA. It's hot in Nanjing today. Some of, these, some of these ancient structures, although they're just made out of wood, the hottest day of the summer, you go inside, and it's cold. It's cool. And I don't, I, I don't know. You have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. But, I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been to Japan, but I went into some of the old farmhouses. Mm. And you could just feel, like, the weight, like, the, the density of the wood and outside it's hot and you go inside and it's cool. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah.
0: And what would the race be made from? Are they timber as well? The roofing. Uh,
1: yeah, sometimes it's thatched, but it's basically okay. all wood. And it has to be replaced periodically.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Okay, let's see if you covered all the all the things we we're supposed to be covering. Um uh, the spiritual phenomenon. Um, Scalar quantum field explains many paranormal and spiritual phenomenon. The spiritual phenomenon. What sort of phenomenon are you talking about? Or are you, when you when you, when you talk about that?
1: well, you, you, you know, um, number number one is just understanding the, 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 the that there's another bandwidth outside of the regular electromagnetic, the regular EMF that exists that we were never told about, which is the so-called, you know, Tesla zero point. He called it the standing wave is called, you know, Wilhelm Reich's, uh, Oregon also called, you know, scalar field, scalar wave Russian called torsion field because it's, it's kind of a spinning energy. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing, but because it's an information field, uh, it can explain things like psychic phenomena, right? So you can, especially if you have a close attachment to people, like, uh, say, a loved one, family members. We've all heard stories about, like, well, how do you know? The You have, you know, mother has a feeling something's wrong with my son. Well, how does she know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're attached. The human being is uh, a receiver and transmitter of the scalar energy, you know? So... That explains that. It actually does exist, that kind of sixth, sixth sense, the intuition. And remote healing, you, the the scalar wave has no distance dimension. So you can work on somebody, like a hands-on healing in front of you, but you can, with your intention, this is almost like so-called radionics, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you have a target and you and you're working on that person, the energy can be sent. You know, it's very similar to the scalar remote, right? Mm. Um, also, there's a thing called psychometry. So say, uh, say, you know, let me grab something here. Yeah, say look, this crystal could be a pair of eyeglasses, but any object was hit, owned by somebody. And a so-called intuitive or psychic person, they can put their hand on it and they can tell you, where it was who owned it where it's been how well it's not magic because we know the scalar energy imprints so everything is no matter what it is is constantly recording everything around it and if you're sensitive enough or you've developed the skill you can do so-called psychic reading you know I, i actually think because you know i do readings i I use numerology, which is a more understandable technical way of, you know, re- giving a reading. Mm-hmm. But I also use intuitive technique. And when you start to do meditation, looking at your own energy, it is only one step removed. Because you, when you look, start looking at your own energy, then you can start looking at other people's energy right because you it's just it's just a difference of the perspective you can start picking up what's going on with them, mm. and then you take that one step removed there there's no person in front of you and you're just looking at situations mm. that then you're basically doing psychic reading, you know, and so I've had situations where I don't know exactly what happened, but I look <laughs> at the two people and I say, this guy's energy is it's almost like black and this other guy he looks normal or it's it's brighter in my mind's eye so i said i don't know exactly what happened but i would tend to believe the person whose energy is higher you know so uh and when you start to do readings it really sharpens your ability to pick up what's going on because you have to be accurate basically right mm. you start i did a lot of free readings early on because i wanted I'm pretty finicky. You might be able to tell from my pyramids. So I, I, I really want the client to say, you know, uh, you're, you were right. You know, even I'll sometimes ask, you know, so what do you think at the end? They say you were basically right. So when you start to do readings for other people, you get a sense of like how accurate you are, you know, and this is, you know, might may seem like we're kind of going off into a side channel, but this is all about, you know, like energetics the so-called scalar energy. is just kind of a, another aspect that's not directly related to healing. Yeah.
0: I think it's a subject that science is a little bit uncomfortable about because it can't be explained through science as it's known today. And Carmela Walker, she's given the comment how string theorists mm-hmm. associate psychic channeling to string theory. It's the closest they can come to <laughs> understanding. Well, yeah, you, you know, um,
1: the the, ve- the very top scientists, they know all about this. because the 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 scientist is basically the modern priest so the 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 modern priest class so you know it's a pyramid structure the ones at the top they they know what we're talking about you know it's just that um i think i talked about this before that they kind of they kind of emphasize some things and de-emphasize others or totally hit it because they know basically you're dealing with two halves of a whole right so if you can drop out or say this doesn't exist and you only put up the 3D stuff, the physical, then you 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 you're keeping the magic in your pocket and the you're only giving the public half of the equation, right? So, so. Mm,
0: that's worth thinking about. I know that with many things medical they tend to oversimplify things, often to the detriment of the person. Like for example, they're teaching us LDL is bad cholesterol, and HDL is good cholesterol. Mm-hmm. That's so the good guys and the bad guys like you see on TV, you know, nice and simple. But it's not actually the case. There's a gray area. And even the discussion where all cholesterol is bad or all, all fats are bad, well, both are necessary for life. Your brain is basically cholesterol. So right. You're low in cholesterol, you're low in brain. <laughs> well, well,
1: well, you know, uh, I, I, we kind of talked about it earlier, but this is one thing I'm seeing a lot because I'm in LA or, say, California or the west coast of the U.S., yeah. A lot of the trends start here and they don't just spread to the rest of, the, of America, but they go to the rest of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a big uh, vegan or vegetarian movement, which I don't have a problem with. But, you know, archetypally, the age that we're going into, the so-called Aquarian Age, has to do with what? It has to do with the Aquarius is the air sign. So it has to do with like Wi-Fi. It has to do with Spooky. The energetics, right? You don't necessarily see the energy.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: But it's also like mind, right? Air sign, thinking. So there's a lot of deception happening. So you can get a lot of benefit from either not eating meat or eating a less meat diet, right? But there's a lot of manipulation happening with, I won't name the names, but there's some very big corporations people would be very familiar with that are putting a lot of money into these uh, meat substitutes. And uh, there's some hamburger patties. I think I told you in L.A. They're, they're veg, so-called vegetarian hamburger patties. But then I find out, and I had one. It was actually pretty good until I find out it's made from some kind of GMO yeast. You know, If, if people uh, remember that 70s film with Charlton Heston, The Soylent Green, a lot of people are starting to move – Further and further away from nature, into artificiality. well and Aquarius is about artificial because it has to do with like alien themes and space, and you know it's kind of futurism. But it's always two. There's always two sides to it. It's not good or bad. The good part would be having a mastery of frequency, resonance, and energy. You could do heal. You could heal things that nobody could heal before, right? Uh, expanding your mind and th- those kinds of things. But the the, the lower aspect would be, um, you know, falling into like a computerized artificial intelligence robotic world, you know. So te- te- technology is just a tool. But at some point you have to say like, you know, I'll, I'll say this. In the say the the traditional stories or the legends right no one has been able to recreate the spark of life which is the human being or your loving pet animal yet we are at the point where people are saying if if we can upload my my consciousness to machine that's the next level or don't worry if you're if your favorite pet died because we can make an Android dog and it'll be better than your loving organic dog. That seems totally ridiculous, but we are very much on that track, but it, all it is is under and we're starting to understand this now because the, the scalar, the so-called like the chi, this, uh, this field that we never knew about before. Right. It's starting to teach us what all the spiritual traditions said. We are all one. We are all connected, right? If you're in a 3D mechanistic reductionist mindset, there's nothing to prevent me or no blowback from me knocking you on the head and taking the mo- the, your wallet and taking the money out of your pocket because there's no God. There's no, there's no energetic so-called spiritual repercussion. But if you understand all things are connected at a higher level, we're all made from the same energy then you can understand karmic blowback because at some point the wave reflects back on itself
0: you know you'd be disappointed if you looked in my pocket <laughs> yeah yeah go yeah now you're right actually we are all part of one. what is life what is living because the difference between mm-hmm. someone or something living and not living is not really physical necessarily. If someone's hit a, a blow in the head; it may may make some tissue damage, but you can apply greater damage to your arm and still be alive. Mm-hmm. And so, there's definitely deeper things which we do not understand, and this is the sort of subjects that science does not like to discuss. I, I would,
1: yeah, I, I would say if people are kind of interested, you know, I'm I am a Scorpio, so. I learned a lot from looking at the the darker things that are going on but it's a framework so if you under, you can understand things from the light and the dark but it's a framework and through many years of doing self-healing working with energy tools I learned a lot mm-hmm. you know and I would say that one of the major things that I think um, cuz there is kind of like a an opening up people are you know getting into things like spooky too but there's also like exposing of a lot of problems that have been going on for a long time. I would say that uh, the archetype of the Saturn energy, that's something, look into Saturn. That's a very interesting topic. And again, there's like a yin and a yang, right? So It's actually, there's no good or bad, but if, if the banking system relates to Saturn and a lot of the oppressive things relate to Saturn and there are people in this world that solely worship that, that could be a problem and it's been going on for a long time. So I would say if you're interested in you know, what's really been going on in the world, the the Saturn archetype that has a lot to do with it. And I think a lot of people out there, they don't even know that they're connected to it. But if you've ever worn Nike shoes, do you know what the little that little swoosh on that on their Nike logo is? It's the ring of Saturn.
0: Oh. Is, I didn't need that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it you that told me about brand names or clothing? There's a reason why they put the tag on the back of your clothing and have it pressing up against your neck. Is that
1: you? That- uh, I didn't. I didn't say that. But that's interesting because you know the the back of the neck is uh, entry point. So that's a sensitive point. So it could have some occult meaning. But even like, um, you know, because we have a, we have some of the spooky two users that are doing radionics. You know. So basically, any kind of symbol is a radionic symbol because it has an a intention, has an energy on it. So you, you kind of have to wonder what some of the corporate logos or like say even the barcode on products are. And you don't have to be afraid of it, you know. Just like one little thing is it's not going to kill you. But in general, everything is based on symbols. So if you increase your symbol literacy, then you start to become more confident in what you want to do. And like I said... I think uh, one of the most important things, because we started talking about meditation, right? We have a lot of energies such as Wi-Fi and so forth that are encroaching on your space. Mm. So when you clean your energy, you start to take your space back. This is being sovereign. So it may seem like a small thing, but one by one, if people do this, and especially a lot of the people that are using Spooky, disease is a teacher it's dis-ease it's teaching you that something is out of balance in your life and a lot of these people even though they they may have recovered or they may be you know dealing with health problems now they these are very powerful people sometimes the the, the illness is the greatest teacher and one by one if we're taking our power back this is what um i think his name was Kongzi. it's called Confuci- confucius right The idea is, well, how do you you create the perfect world? It's one by one. So you order yourself, and then the family is harmonious. And then, say, your village or the neighborhood, your street becomes harmonious. And then the cities, and then the province, and then the country or the world, you know? Which, when I was younger, I, I was kind of puzzled. Like, does that really work? But I could see now because there's a lot of people that try to externalize everything, but actually the internal is just as important because some of the people that are yelling the loudest politically, a lot of activists, I would say, which, you know, there's a lot of important issues in this world, but they're externalizing their internal conflict. When when we balance ourselves inside, then it naturally will manifest outside. So it's, you know, I'm not saying one over the other, but uh, especially Westerners, were very external. It's a very Yang culture, right? It's like the sun, but there's also the moon, the, you know, the other side. And the moon is like the feminine, sacred feminine. It's the inside. So, again, you could, you could break this down. You know, Chinese culture, I don't know how they came up. with this. very simple. Yin and Yang, the light and the dark. It's just the balance, 50-50, you know? Mm. Everything balanced. If you break everything down to balance, if you're balanced... You're going to be okay.
0: Bev has asked a question. Um, she wants to... Uh, let's see, uh, oh, I don't know where the question went. Oh, there we go. We've had a few questions since then. Um, she wanted you to explain the engine tools you've worked with. Now, you've touched on a few, like your pyramids, your uh, tensile uh, rings, and... Uh, Let's see, what else to be done? If you just wanted to just quickly touch on what else you do, you've got your radionics machine. Um, what else do you work with? Mm, uh, uh,
1: you know, I, I cool. basically work, work with the tools you've talked about, but I'll okay. tell you my routine. Yes. Especially now with the sample digitizer. <laughs> every day, I'm kind of like running the, the biofeedback scans. I have, I think, six remotes going. Mm. I'm getting my vitamins, my detox. I'm doing that. Uh, Periodically, it's not every night, but periodically I'll run um, Powered Pyramid. And there's certain frequencies like Schumann Resonance that I like to use, Mm. uh, 432. Oh, I should mention this because, you know, if if people have Spooky 2. Now, I have my Powered Pyramid for several uses right one would be radionics because it's boosting that hmm. two would be for like frequency toning now if you have the remote you're putting like say the nail sample in there you could do that too and it's going directly to you right because the quantum entanglement of the dna but the powered pyramid it also puts out kind of like like a field in a whole room so you're toning the whole room You know, so you could use my pyramid for yourself or there's some, you know, like yoga groups that would use my pyramid. But, you know, if you don't have my pyramid, you could also, if you have a spooky remote, you could put the nail in there and then say run a Schumann resonance or something that you connect with for meditation and then do your meditation while running the spooky. That's came to mind. Mm. So um, that's basically what I do. I I have a lot of energy tools around me now, so it seems like the world's kind of going crazy. But I try to keep, you know, like I said, in my space, <laughs> it's pretty calm. You know, right. I think I think I think that the there is an increase in the, a lot of the chaos because we're in a time of change. We're you know it could be like a thousand year turn. There's multiple cycles overlapping and the world may seem like some people may even say it's like apocalypse it's like the end times but the reason why is because we are we are like in a major humanity shift right now so there's turbulence you know when you're like turning the ship is like major turbulence yeah uh so that's what but that that's why it's even more important to use things like spooky for balancing your health using energy tools to balance the energy in the space around you and doing your personal meditations to balance your mind because otherwise, you know, you're going to be like the other people running crazy in the street. Right. So it's just, it's just a, a matter of, you know, experimenting, try things out. You know, it can be fun. So a lot of these tools are fun to work with.
0: In closing the summer, Masaki. What one piece of advice would you give to someone who is very suspicious of what we're talking about and wants to see some sort of positive proof that there is energies and crystals and colors and meditation? What one well,
1: uh, mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would say I appreciate people that are skeptical more than people that just accept anything that anybody says. Because I think we, we should combine uh, both, you know, an understanding of these so-called invisible energies, but then proving them. Like we did the muscle test last time.
0: Yeah, that was really interesting. There's no <laughs> so denying. That was, that was definitely real science and something, something there.
1: So um, there's also ways, especially in, in water, that um, I may do this soon. I never felt the need to prove because I know I'm working with these tools all the time and I'm very busy, but you can um, say with a pyramid or I I might do like a coil and put it over, uh, put it under a glass of water and run a frequency because the crystal, the crystallization will be different, Mm. you know, Um, because a lot of these things uh, as far as energetically, they're invisible to the naked eye. But once you flash freeze a sample that has been imprinted with scalar energy, or you're using basically, you know, I'm working with scalar coils, the Rodan coil, the vortex coil, you know, when you freeze a water sample, you'll see the crystallization is different. So it can, it can be proven, but I think that, you know, we're in the time where uh, this is new to a lot of people. So, you know, why not, why not be skeptical? Because that just means that you're really hands on going to prove to yourself what works and doesn't work. And, you know, um, I think that's a great thing. So, um, I think self-knowledge is the key.
0: Okay. So I guess the one thing could be to freeze water, but they need a microscope to see the effect.
1: Well, no, um, actually if, if you have, uh, a powerful enough piece of, you know, organite or Oregon pyramid mm. or, or a scalar coil. You don't need a you don't need a microscope because you'll see like a vortex going through the water. It's well, big, it's big enough to see with the naked eye.
0: Isn't that amazing? Okay, so that'll be the will be the thing to do then. <laughs> to prove the the one thing to prove that there was actually a science there that hasn't been under you know explained by science yet.
1: <laughs> right. Or the, or the plant the plant growth experiment that's actually a preset in the spooky. Yes. So you could, you know, I I actually have pictures up on the forum. Uh, I took uh, some tomato seeds i you know I used one batch of seeds, half was a control, half were imprinted, you know, just using this and you know or you I think you could use the remote too, but it's basically the the growth frequencies in the spooky presets and i I put the pictures up after five weeks the the seeds that were treated and that was only one time for 45 minutes before planting The difference was like this. It was like four times more growth mm. So, you know, that's only with the you know, two pots mm. of plants, but I guess that placebo is pretty strong, huh? So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> placebo. And of course you can structure the water that you plant that you water the plants with as well and so you can give them continuous mm. of this growth frequencies. And as you say, it's hard to, this placebo effect with tomatoes. <laughs> you can't tell them uh, while they were with earshot that, hey, buddy, you've been given some frequencies to make you grow faster. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, psyche, thank you once again for coming on now, summer and teaching us things that we did not know. Energy devices, use of energy devices, practical use that people can use in their everyday lives. It's really an awareness, I guess, Misaki, isn't it? An awareness that there's a lot out there. You can never stop learning.
1: Can I say, can I say two things that, you know, I, I do meditation classes, but, you know, there's specific steps. But in general, a lot, intention has, a, just intention alone will shift a the person. There's, there's two things that are very helpful. One, like I said, is grounding. If people can imagine grounding themselves to Mother Earth, you know, like roots or rope and just connect to the Earth, that really helps balance you. Then two, uh, gold light. Gold is a very high frequency. So if you can imagine this gold light, you know, coming from universal source and beaming down and pushing out all the heavy things, any uh, old energy, stuck energy, just yes. imagine it coming down like a column of light and pushing it out. Yes. Just those two things. And I didn't go through all the steps. It can make a major difference. And, just the, and the, the more vivid that you can visualize it in your mind, like you can go look on pictures online of like gold or sparkly gold. And then you imagine that coming down over your body. Very energizing. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So, and it is. It's everything. Thank you, Masaki, for spending your time. Masaki came on the show on short notice. Our other uh, expert who was in allocated for this time, he got hit with a heat wave. pretty <laughs> yeah. much what we're being hit with right now, but probably to a greater extent. Where I guess the tyres started melting on the roads and he truly could not make it to the Sabbath. So, Masaki it was short notice. Thank you so much for coming on to our show. It's been wonderful having you. Goodbye. Thanks.